0: So, Not to be crazy, but do you remember that show A Thousand Ways to Die?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we used to watch that.
1: Yeah. It was morbidly entertaining. but <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. We still live in a dangerous world, and it's changing rapidly. Today, we will be discussing the role of protectors in the family unit. It may not be popular to say this, but my wife and I are not equal partners on everything within our family and our home. Shocking, I know. This conversation will tap into what it means to be a protector in modern times for your family and why it's vital to define this role and put measures in place.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Family Order Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the first of three primary duties within a family unit in the first part of a three-part series. We decided today would actually be pretty timely to dive deeper into these responsibilities since we've seen these tasks change our lives and come to the forefront recently. In episode 15 on masculinity, we referred to three primary responsibilities of men, which are to be a protector, a provider, and a leader, or a presider. Ryan Mickler at The Order of Man has discussed these duties at length as have many others out there. There are different and even longer versions of how men should show up, but these three tasks seem to show up the most when doing the research on various sources. Art of Manliness has cited roles similar to these from David Gilmore's book, Manhood in the Making, as well. Can women fulfill these duties? Absolutely. Men typically fulfill the majority of the role that we're going to discuss first, which is the protect role. We will be touching on these roles more in our next couple of episodes. Being a protector of your family and your kids is a duty for both parents and even for each sibling. We expect that a big brother or sister will look after their younger siblings and that they will protect them. Protection can come in several forms in current times, and it's much more than just physical protection from harm. We will dive deeper here in a minute, but it's good to have a higher level or general idea of what we are discussing.
1: Full disclosure, I haven't always fulfilled the three roles that we mentioned above. I can confidently look back and admit I wasn't aware of these roles, and I for sure wasn't working on them. Some of these roles take time to develop. Our family history is mixed, but I would say that in recent years, a lack of leadership in the home has become very apparent to us. And protection comes in many forms, but we still don't live in a completely safe world at all times, even if we want to. Physical protection is still good, even if it's more infrequent these days than it used to be. We don't have wolves at the door, Anymore, but there are still plenty of bad things that can happen day to day, and we've talked at length about helicopter parenting and past episodes and over, you know, protecting your kids to where they can not make decisions for themselves, they can't protect themselves.
0: We don't live in a completely safe world. Crime does not have an address, and that is something that I've had to say in the multi-family world. We live in a nice neighborhood. I think the crime rate around here is actually fairly low. You know, we're a suburb of Kansas City, a a far suburb. We even have the goal to move a little bit farther south in the suburb to a a more private neighborhood as well. But that doesn't mean that Mm -mm. something bad won't happen.
1: Throughout our lives, we've had bad things happen uh, with, you know, a car window getting busted out or people coming up ringing our doorbell in college or other funky stuff. And we we lived in good areas. But like you said, it doesn't have an address.
0: You need to obviously be prepared for those situations no matter where you live. Absolutely. You need to have barriers in place to safeguard yourself from things like that that might happen.
1: Yeah. A small thing that I did was put a zip tie on the lock to the garage door because you can very easily fit a coat hanger up there and Mm -hmm. detach the door and be able to just lift it up. So
0: Our garage door still goes up and down. It's like a a different way. They're not able to manually lift it up.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with if a we button, ever have to manually
0: lift our garage door up, we have to clip it.
1: Right. Yeah. And so that was something I didn't even know was a thing. Uh-huh. I was I not no aware idea. of that. But apparently they they can do that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just something to be aware of. Now we're not going to run around living in perpetual fear of every possible thing that could possibly ever go wrong, because that's no way to live. But you certainly do need to be prepared and have a level of awareness. We want to ensure that we think of other forms of protection in our house we constantly have to protect Braden from himself since he is (laughs) a toddler that's always he's always exploring his surroundings
0: climbing something new, and doing something you didn't (laughs) think you would have to think about
1: (laughs) and with the onset of covid we have to think about protection against a virus coming along and this goes along with other ailments and other things out there like the flu what about protection against becoming obese or unhealthy in general? Mm-hmm. What about protection against bad habits like smoking or other drugs? Should we also ensure that our kids are safe from bad influences on social media or potential scams? Money's another topic where you have to have protection in so many different ways. That could be an entire episode by <laughs> itself. All of these topics are things that you want to protect your kids from, But should you also protect your spouse? Absolutely. Bad friends, influences, spending habits, scams, theft.
0: So recently we touched on that we actually had a car stolen in front of our house. It wasn't our vehicle or anything like that. It was a neighbor's. But they actually tried our truck door as well. Um, And we knew this because of our video camera. The kicker is this actually happened right before Ben's trip out of town for a week. Um, that left me at home with the kids. And this was his first trip in 18 months that he, he had been grounded for 18 months.
1: And, and I had traveled a lot before, and we got sort of used to it to a point. Mm-hmm. You, you got a little numb to it, but you still didn't like it when I was gone.
0: No. It, I am anxiety-ridden when he is Can't gone. sleep
1: very well.
0: Yes. Yep. Exactly. And that is because when Ben is gone... I have to be in protector mode and it is not a role that I like to be in. (laughs) So I have to be the one that thinks about are the doors locked and things like that. Are the lights on, on the house? So the house is lit up things, you know, is, is the camera on and all of those different things. If something Mm -hmm. were to happen in the middle of the night, what is my route? My route changes obviously, when Ben is not there. So luckily with the car situation that was stolen, we have that Nest Video doorbell um, and captured it on video. That's how we knew that they tried our truck. And so it was dusted for prints. So that does provide some safety for us. And obviously the way that these things are illuminated, people Mm -hmm. know that you have them. I mean, it's like blue.
1: Yeah, you don't have the the porch, the porch pirates picking up your packages and leaving, but yeah. you can, you can see people. They they can tell you have one just from a street level. Yeah, they can see it.
0: But we protected ourselves from that theft because we locked our truck,
1: and that, we don't have items in <laughs> and there. And we don't have
0: items that in our anyone truck.
1: Anyone would want to get into. Yeah,
0: they they would get like a two hundred dollar car seat. Yeah. And, oh, I did, Ben did mention, I did leave my sunglasses in there that night, Whole which I don't usually do. Those are $15. Um, I'm really good at losing sunglasses. Now, if
1: they really want to break in, they can break yes. a window, of course. Absolutely. But we're not going to lose anything in there. But it also, there's nothing visible that they would want to do that.
0: Exactly. So the vehicle that was stolen, here's a lesson to you. The vehicle that was stolen, another vehicle was unlocked that had the fob for the vehicle that was stolen that was parked directly in front of it. So this literally took less than one minute, and these these people got in, found this fob, clicked it, heard this other car honk, unlocked it, and off they went they because took, took the fob had the keys to it.
1: They oh. look like they had done this before. Yes. They were very quick and efficient. They, they didn't. They weren't looking in the vehicle that was unlocked either because we found out it had a laptop and hundreds of dollars worth of tools in the back that they didn't even notice, but... That's because they weren't looking for it. Yes. But it could have been even worse.
0: And this had never happened in our neighborhood before. When the police were out dusting for prints, you should have seen all of people that kind of stopped and talked. And then later that day were asking us questions and things like that. You just can't predict these things that happen. We also had a recent fender bender that I was involved in. And this is my second one in two years. Neither was my fault. Right. So, <laughs> I was the I was the victim in the circumstance. Still nerve-wracking though. <laughs> still nerve-wracking and still very inconvenient. Uh, we had a tree branch recently fall on our power line as well that shook the walls of the house and then other Im- events that have involved the kids.
1: Right. And we're constantly worried about the kids, of course. I mean, what parent yes. isn't? You go out somewhere Shopping or whatever, and yes, our mm-hmm. daughter's nine years old, but we don't let her leave our line of sight, yes. Because if some if if it's one time in a million, it's one time too many, mm-hmm. but we can't protect her when we can't see her
0: exactly. So, Ben definitely goes into protector mode and wants to fix the situation, but also to be a steady rock that leads the family in turbulent times, if you want to call recent events turbulent (laughs) times can be yeah so he needs to be decisive but also to stay emotionally strong to help me and the kids feel okay when we're upset scared or (laughs) irrational
1: (laughs) no that would never happen
0: turbulent times where i threatened to move to a different country things like that.
1: Not like threaten me, just in general, like (laughs) a general comment. (laughs) You got so upset with our son that you were just like, I'm just gonna have to move to another country. What does that even mean? And you laughed about it not long after. Like, I don't even know what that (laughs) meant.
0: So if Ben is emotional as well and out of sorts, it doesn't help the situation. So Ben doesn't really get emotional or out of sorts. Mm -hmm. But if he did, I would have to take that roll
1: on. It happens every now and then. Yeah.
0: That's okay at times, but if Ben's not leading the family, that will not benefit the family in the long run if I'm taking over the protector mode and he's the emotional one. Um I'm more of a nurturer. Uh and the fun one. At at least I think so. I I think I'm the fun one. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm the nurturer (laughs) and the enforcer.
1: (laughs) You're the decorator. You're the one that Mm -hmm. does a lot of the The Mm -hmm. stuff inside the house, uh, the lead cook. Um, I I have my specialties, but I'm by no means the the lead chef in the house.
0: Yeah, I also like to think I'm the one that makes us civilized.
1: I wouldn't argue with that.
0: (laughs) So if Ben is protecting, (laughs) then I don't have to worry about that. And I can focus on other roles like teaching our daughter or caring for Brayden. And I have to be the lead parent most of the time because Ben's working and then Ben can focus on his other roles as well. Right.
1: So it's a balance.
0: It's a balance. So if we're both protecting, then there are other things that are not being tended to. Mm -hmm. So it's not a competition and we don't advocate that any one role is superior or more important than the other.
1: Right. And so thinking about that, men are typically looked at as the, the main primary protector. But remember, it's not just about physical protection as much in modern times. Your family's looking to you as men to make decisions, to be financially sound, to be physically strong. I still have the inclination to make sure that our doors are locked at night, as Allie mentioned. And looking at the exits in a public place if something were to happen. And not following too closely to the car in front of me (laughs) if... Partially a joke, but I have a point. Because if you're too close to the vehicle in front of you, if something breaks out around you, if there's an accident, if something's happening, you can get around that car and get out of there if you need to. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you don't usually think about, but it's something. Or if you
0: get hit, you don't hit the car in front of you and cause more damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that too. Like my situation.
1: <laughs> so I'm always thinking about these things once you turn that on you don't really turn it off and i'm always you know interested in more self-defense techniques and learning how to protect my family uh, as it's needed but i want to be physically capable of lifting something heavy off of someone if need be Mm -hmm. being fast enough to chase someone down or to be able to deal with something physical when it arises Mm -hmm. so uh what's that phrase we've referenced before it's better to be a warrior in a garden than be a gardener in a war. <laughs> so, um as a man you should be the leader in your home for your family and your community. And this isn't just for men, but I'm speaking a little bit more directly there since uh when it comes to protection typically we look at the man. Mm-hmm. And you need to be emotionally strong and stable for yourself and for them. Be a father to your kids. You don't babysit them. Or help your wife with them you're raising them too you don't just help your wife with the housework you are running your house too so to protect what are some more details on this role this could mean using weapons or skills or strength physically of course that that seems to be the more obvious example uh, but it's having the courage and standing your ground having boundaries You know, this could be personal boundaries, like we're not going to bring a bunch of sugar in the house because we're all going (laughs) to eat it. Um, And we all can, we slip up sometimes, right? Uh, Protecting yourself from credit card debt or other bad spending habits. Uh, Maybe there's just some other things that you want to set some boundaries on for your kids. We don't let our child walk around the neighborhood by herself. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see other parents that do that. We don't fully agree with it, but... You need to have poise and coolness under pressure. That one's pretty obvious. We've touched on that already. You do make sacrifices for others when you're the protector. And when I talk about this, you know, historically, men being protectors, you know, is primarily their their role because they're, on average, a little bit bigger and a little bit more physically strong. And, you know, one thing that you don't always think about is that wombs are more valuable than sperm, <laughs> You think of the Titanic when it comes Mm -hmm. to saving the women and children because there's more of a future there. Mm -hmm. Guys are a little more expendable. This is why men typically fight in wars and have more dangerous occupations. Why is protection the first role that we talk about? Well, because protection has to happen in order for me to provide and build a family and for us to have a future. It is also the role that is distinctively uh, more my role in Mm -hmm. our family. But again, Allie can do it. She can wear that hat. But she doesn't like it. She doesn't Mm-mm. want to do it very often. To be a protector, you need to be physically and mentally strong. If something goes bump in the night, who do you think goes to investigate? Not me. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> You're closer to the door. Exactly. This is another thing just to riff. I always sleep farthest from the door. It's not a certain side of the bed, whether we're in a hotel or we go to an Airbnb. I have always slept farther from the door. it Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's left or right side of the bed Mm -hmm. however the room's set up i always sleep farthest from the door
1: you're also closer to the window so you can bail out (laughs) (laughs) so we bring all this up and we have this discussion today in hopes that you all have this figured out before it actually happens
0: this week's call to order is to talk with your partner and define your roles in your home and with your family write them down and use them as a reference Think about how your roles complement your partner, what roles are needed most, and what is more natural. These are difficult thoughts to have clarity on since these roles don't come up naturally in conversation. It's imperative that you be more intentional about how you show up for your family to thrive and not just survive. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on social media at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.